Okay, it is 8 o'clock Eastern, where I'm at 7 p.m., but we got to start this now. Welcome back. It's Baldwin Talk, and I am the imposter, a.k.a. the True Aquarian. Hello, this is Art Boo-Boo. Art Boo. Triple's J-Mom in the house. And it's always lovely to be in attendance, Miss E. Mac. Mr. Man, hi. And I'm raving. It's like I'm not raving. I don't know what she's doing, but she's also one of the co-hosts of Baldwin Talk. Now, I don't know if you remember last week's topic, but it was relationships part one. And um, yeah, it kind of got deep with some questions that were asked and stuff. A little bit of recap, what we discussed last week. No, we are not talking about intimate relationships. We are talking about dynamic relationships, you know, with mother, with, with the relationship with your mother, your father, your siblings, your friends, and stuff like that. This is not where we're talking about polyamorous relationships. No, that falls into intimate relationships. And that is not what we're discussing. We're discussing relationships in a whole. Um, like there are three dynamic relationships. It's familiar, platonic, and ha ha ha. Come on, people, come on, co-house, help me out, help a girl out. I'm gonna flatline like Raven is flatlining. Oh no, we're not gonna let you fall, hon. Um, yeah, it would be that intimate, but it's the overall topic of intimate, not going into those subsects, just to be specific. Oh, thank you. Always coming in with a quick one. E.Mac. Remember, it's E.Mac, not That's E-Mac. right. Don't forget the dot. Mm-hmm. Um, We just also discussed, was marriage a thing of the past? Some things got a little heated <laughs> between um, Triple J's mom and Mr. Man. But, um, yeah, we, you know. Marriage is for some, not for all. What is a true friend? How do you know it's a true friend? Somebody that's not going to sit there and go behind your back and talk about you right after you leave the room. And as Mr. Man said, a true friend is someone who will die for you. Now, if you're out there and you're my friend, will you die for me? I wonder. Okay, so going on off of, like I said, part two. And we have more questions and we're just going to kind of like dive in there and stuff. But I want to see if Raven's there because we don't want anyone flatlining. So Raven, 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 phone home. Raven, phone home. Mom, I'm here. Raven here. Hi. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought she was out there living the American dream. Uh, wait a She's like, definitely living the American dream. Coming in all late. Uh-huh. So unprofessional. No, that is not what we do. But anyway, starting off with the first question. And this is the strongest. This is, oh, how can I put it? This question, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be deep. And I'm, I can't wait for everyone's opinions about this question or just their answers in general. Are parents their children's first friends? Yes. Elaborate. Yes. Yes. I think it depends on the age, the age of the child, and how early the child develops, because that'll change. It'll change through age, and time, and experience of life itself. A baby, yeah, the parents. Maybe not the parents itself, but the person that's taking care of them when they're first born. That's their best friend because they why? <laughs> they got to change those diapers. They got to feed them. They got to buy them clothes, clothe them, and teach them. It don't have to be a parent. It could be an uncle or aunt, grandparent, or whatever. What's everybody else's opinions? Come on, come on. Yeah. Yes, I truly do believe that the mother is the um, well, the parent. 
You said mother, right? No, I said who. Oh, Mr. Mann said the parents. Uh, are there, there are parents? Are parents the child's first friends? Yes. Yes, I, I truly do believe that. And why do you believe that, Miss Artbull? I believe that you can is you can go to them with to anything. They'll be your journal. You can go to them with your secrets and everything, and they won't they won't um, stab you in the back or anything like that. They will always have your back. And what is everybody else's opinion? Come on, Triple J's mom. We can't get you to shut up at times. Come on now. Oh well, she gotta wait because I'm next. Um, okay, yeah, so E dot this... Mac is next. Okay, yeah. So E dot Mac here. Um, I think it depends on whether or not you're the firstborn child because if you're the firstborn and you don't have any siblings, then I can see your caregiver. We'll use that instead of parent. I can see your caregiver being your first friend, but like friendships in life period, they change. I don't, I don't have the same friends that I had when I was in kindergarten, pre-K, first grade, second grade, etc. I don't even really have the same friends I had when I was in high school. So friendships kind of, you know, that dynamic kind of changes. Um, as far as children that have older siblings, I think for them, like, I don't, well, yeah, I guess I can, well, uh, I don't, I don't know. I feel like for people that have siblings that are older than them, um, they should be the first friend because yeah, you're crying. Oh, okay. Well, look, oh my they crying, they crying, what's wrong? How can I help? What can I do to stop them? Like that's somebody else, but that's somebody that's on that child's level. As the firstborn, maybe not so much. You know, you wouldn't have that. So your your caregiver would be your first friend. But that's how I feel about it. Oh. I, that, that, I see we know who was the first born here. I mean, okay, she must be the first born, y'all, because she just threw that out there. Okay. Okay. Triple J's mom, I heard you in the background. You there? Yes, what I'm here. I'm here. Um, I'm sorry. What? What just? Who? The question was: Are parents their children's first friends, or as E. Dot Mac, are caregivers their children's? Uh, are we using children to do or what? Um, e. Dot Mac. Did we want to change that to be, you know? To, to, well, hello? no, flat not flat necessarily. You're not that because it's still. Uh, that type of the relationship is your close family. So is your caregiver or the parent to a child, is that your first friend as a child or is somebody else your first friend? So that was the question. Well, if no one minds, I would like to speak in this triple day's mind, by the way, if anyone was wondering out there, um, my opinion on this is, that I kind of believe that we are their first caregiver. Excuse me. I know we said caregivers, but you're the caregiver and they and you're their nurturer. Now it's a difference between being a nurturer and a friend. Yes, you're gonna make sure that your child has everything that they need to survive. Yes, you're gonna try. You're gonna try to make sure your child or children are in their happiest. But is it realistic to say, okay, I'm gonna strive to always? say yes to this little kid right here. Oh, you're hitting? Oh, okay, well, that's not nice to hit. Let's not do that, Johnny. How about instead of hitting, we talk? Okay, well, the talking doesn't work. Okay, well, well, okay. Well, instead of you talking, how about we just walk away? Okay, no. I kind of feel like parents are their children's first teachers. And yes, we are the nurturers. As time goes on, you do become their friends. But you have to set a foundation. You have to set rules. You have to set boundaries. And you have to make it so that your children can be able to live in the environment that they're in right now, without always hearing the word yes, without always getting what they want. Because in this reality, in the world we live in today, you can't give that to someone. And to be honest with you, when it comes down to you being friends with somebody, I mean, especially your your child, you're going to want to make sure your child stays happy all the time. That's, the, that's my whole thing. And, and that's just unrealistic, in my opinion.
Well, you know, I, I'm sorry, but I have to interject because, well, not interject because you stop talking, but you, um, I don't tell my friends yes all the time. Like, that's not, I don't think that's a friendship. Friendship is not about making you happy all the time. It's about seeing you happy. Yes, I would like to see you happy. But if I see you're hang you're headed down a dangerous road as your friend, I should have the courage and the faith in our friendship to say, no, nah, you messing up. You need to stop that. So in turn, I'm telling them no. So I just wanted to just kind of point that out. I feel as though if it's truly a friend, they're going to tell you no when you're wrong. Just as your mother, your father should truly tell you no when you're wrong. Your brothers and your sisters should do the same. If you're wrong, no, you're wrong. Stop. And I and, and I agree with you, um, E. Mag. I really do agree with that um with that point you just made. I also know that there are people out there <clears throat> that'll go and they'll turn to those that they call their friends and they'll get try to let's say they need advice on relationships or whatever, or whatever the case may be. And um, instead of receiving the information that they need to hear versus what they want to hear, a lot of people don't do that. Which is why I said a lot of times, most children be like, oh, my mom is my friend. She's not going to say no to me. And in, in most cases, that's what it is. That's why I say parents are their children's first teachers and nurturers. I'm not saying that you can't be friendly with your children. I'm not trying to say that you can't have your children confide in you, but at some point you have to look at your child and be like, look, especially when you're being serious, because if you play too much, they're going to take it as, oh, we're homies. This, which is why, again, I say it depends on that age. Well, I don't know about y'all. I don't have any children, but when I do have a child, I do want to be their friend. It's not a thing of me being, oh, yeah, I'm going to be telling them yes, yes, yes. But I want a little mini me. Come on now. As uh, Triple J's mom said, we are their teacher slash their example and stuff. Don't y'all know how y'all always say, everyone always says, says this, oh, I surround myself with people like me. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. If I have 10 children, they're going to be like me because it's the example that I set for them. Yes, I want my children to respect me. But. It's the whole thing of, do I want them to fear me? Because which, which, which would I rather have? Them fear me, respect me. Them fear me, them love me. I mean, or respect me, them love me. I want them to love me and respect me. Yes, there has to be a hint of that fear in there because, you know, if I lay down the law, these are the rules. You have to follow it. But it's also the example that you set. Now, as a child, because we are children of somebody, um, my relationship with my parents, it was... Uh, I don't remember when I was a baby. I don't, that's not something I remember. A child, yes, I feared them to a point where, okay, I got to do good. I got to be a good kid. But I, I know my parents love me. Um, it was a little different when it came to um, when I was, when I became preteen and stuff. It was more so fear than, fear and respect than me being friendly with them. But like, as I got older, yes, I became great friends with my parents. And I'm like, but they, it's, it feels like my life was kind of wasted with not having that friendship there, that friend, that, that us being friends. And I'm not saying, oh yeah, she's my girlfriend. No, uh-uh, no, she's not my girlfriend. She's my mother, but we're still friends. And that's the thing, like, that is something that makes this question so deep because it's like, huh, so when do we become friends with our children or our parents? When? Because that's... That's the thing that's confusing me. Because like I said, I have children. They're going to be my little mini-me's. They, that's what they're going to be and stuff. And it's going to be the example that I set that's going to show them this is how our relationship is, our friendship is. You know, and then, like I said, again, you have it where people always do that saying, yeah, it's going to be a thing where I surround myself with people, like-minded people. Well, if I have, me personally, if I have children, that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to provide for them. Um, you have some parents out here to be like, oh, well, it was hard for me when I was younger. and I'm going to let my children suffer. F that. I'm not doing that. I'm not. If you, it's just like the thing where you give out good energy and stuff. If I'm making sure my children are good. I'm going to give them any and everything they want. Not to say I didn't have that, but in doing that, you have to be their friend. Yes, you have to be their supervisor, their, their, um, example, their teacher. I, 
still want to be their friend. I do. Because I don't want something to come up later in life and them say, well, I couldn't come to you because we weren't friends. Oops. I mean, come on now. And that's what happens. See, with that being said, um, the one thing that also needs to happen with parents is that they need to be able to have open well, first of all, let their children know that they can have open communication with them and also let them know it is okay to make a mistake because as adults, we make mistakes. Yeah, but how are you supposed to know so, that they're not friends? If it's a whole thing, you're Well, see, that's you. the thing. So this is why I said, hold on a second, um, the imposter. Excuse me, Nancy. Um, this is why I actually stated in the beginning that we are their first teachers. Teaching our children to communicate using words and being able to let, let them know that, listen, if something is bothering you, come and tell me. Yeah, but they can't really do that if you're the one that's, I'm laying down the law. You know how you have it where it's the, the good cop, bad cop. Um, the One of the parents is the disciplinary one and the other one is the good one that's wrong in its own too because it needs to be where they can come to both of their parents as their friends i mean yes it yes you it, <laughs> that the parent will have to wear a lot of hats you know well, teacher disciplinary well technically parents do parents do wear different hats parents depending on who's taking care of the children they're the nurse the teacher the driver the caregiver they're the the chef friend. the doctor one thing y'all not saying y'all not saying friend well, because the I reason i say that whole thing where no we're not supposed to be, yes you should be their friend i'm sorry i i, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like you 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 shouldn't come off at the top. But yes, you you might want to be your child's friend. You might want to be that person that they could go to and come to and talk to and hang out with and have fun with. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at some point, they're gonna go from being young little people to preteens who think they know every and anything. And then half the time, and I'm not speaking for all the parents out there. I'm talking about the ones that I see on a day to day basis because I work with children and I literally see parents go oh we create a yes environment and while little timmy is sitting over here misbehaving while the this person's telling like well your child needs to be redirected oh well when they do a good job give them a piece of candy a piece that's, of candy that's today's that, culture that's that whole thing that's that's keeping up with the jones oh we have to we have to say yes we don't want to we don't want them that's that's that whole thing and, but that's see that's also them trying that's in my opinion that's also them trying to be their child's friend and don't want to see their child unhappy which again kind of trickles down into friendship again i'm not saying that you have to be drill sergeants with your children i'm not saying that you can have fun with your kids and again you may even want to be their best friend but you have to be able to put on a head and be like look you can't do this this is something that you're not going to do. And it may hurt you more than it does that daggone child right there sitting in, front, sitting in your face looking all cute, wanting to be, you wanting it to be your mini-me. So that's, again, that's just my... Okay, so can we agree that we need to, well, with regards to relationships between parents and children or caregivers and children, there need to be boundaries. There of needs course, to be respect. That's like, that's, that's, that is like that in any friendship, right? I agree wholeheartedly, um, but I also see where Triple J is coming from with her her way of thinking. So I'm that's that's a kind of up in the air kind of thing. Mister Man, you like you had something you wanted to interject? I agree with um, Triple J's mom about everything that she said about being friends with parents. Being being well, the parent, the parents about trying to be friends with their children. They need discipline. They need to understand that they can't be disciplined. Um, they cannot be a lot, a lot of, a lot of my students' parents always being like, "Oh, you did this. It's okay. We'll read a book." No, that that's not discipline. That's just saying like, I don't, I don't know. I like, I just don't understand why they, why they do that. What I, I what I think, but, what I think, uh, Raven is trying to say is redirection and or um. <sighs> Correction. Is that what you're trying? Is that what you're adding? I mean, aiming for? That's because that's the new fab thing. Don't tell them no. We tell them yes. We never say the word no, Johnny. We never say no. Okay. So don't say don't say no to Johnny. That's what that is. That's the new fab. But I mean, come on now, because the thing is, this is where it goes when they become preteens and teenagers. Most times, you see in televisions, television shows, movies, everyday life. 
oh, I'm going to start trying to be my friend, my, my child's friend when they're a teenager. It's too late. It's kind of, it was not too late, but it's that those imperative years is when they were younger, when they were uh, from infancy up until 10. That's when they needed that friend. I never said best friend because best friend is, that's, that's a whole other thing. I don't want to be my child's best friend, but I do want to be their friend. I do. I don't want, like I said, I don't want them to necessarily fear me. I want them to love and respect me with a hint of fear in there. A splash of fear. But I, I believe that they should. Huh? I said a splash of fear. <laughs> yeah, a splash of fear. But I want, yeah, they, yeah, I, I, I personally believe they need to be friends. And it needs to be a thing where obviously the friendship evolves because you can't like 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 e.max said she is not the same person that she was when she was a little girl from the teenager till now she has changed she has evolved so should the relationships with anybody and as far as parents and the child's relationship yes it should evolve it should but it shouldn't be where oh i'm the drill sergeant so we're no, you're just gonna go to bed. No, no, they they need to know their places in relationships and friendships. You know your place. You should. I'm the star, you were the number two. I'm the um, I mean, that's not how it is with the children, the parent and children relationship, but people need to know their place in relationships. We all also have to stuff. We also have to recognize that if you have children, you have more than one child. There are different ways you're gonna have to raise that child. Sometimes you can be that child's friend. Sometimes you have to be that supervisor. Sometimes you got to be that drill sergeant. Each child cannot be raised the same. You have some children that want, just going to need and have to deserve punishment. You have some you can talk to, some you can look at to keep them straight. If we don't do, if we do not take into consideration all these things we have to do and try to raise them all the same way, you're going to fail. Now, tell me, even if you have friends in the world, you cannot treat all your friends or your best friends or your so-called friends all the same. Preach. Some you can trust, some you can't trust. Some you can tr- treat and 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 pull them as close as you would if they were your f- blood family. We have to stop the things of thinking that because someone is not our blood, they're family. No, you can have a stranger that could be your can be really tight with you. You can have people that do not go to church and be real close to you and treat you fair and honest better than some people that go to church that sit there every Sunday and shouting and run up and down the aisle. And it's all, you know, it's a lie. You got the person who lives next door, people that live around the world that will treat you better than the people that are supposed to be close to you that live next door. Yeah, or that the those people that's blood. It's the same way with parents. Parents are not mother and father. Wait a minute. Parents are not mother and father. Parents could be grandparents. I know a lot of grandparents that have raised children. Uncles and aunts, cousins. Some people can't have children. And some people can. So we have to there's a lot to take in consideration what we have to do and what and what's necessary. Now when you talk about friends, work friends and uh, friends that you just know and you go along with in life. It's a different way to treat them, and they treat you. Okay. Are we done with that question? Anybody else got to say something? Go against me. Come on. I, I think we should move on to the next question. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got something to say. Yeah, it was oh, getting a little heated now. Hold up. Hold up. I got something to say. i be strong. Oh my oh, goodness! Wow. No. <laughs> Come on, my dear. Raven, Art, Boo, what were you gonna say? Children that has big noses are. Wow. She was just trying to crack a joke, but I was just saying that question was getting a little heated. <laughs> that situation was getting getting a lot heated than. No, I wasn't getting heated. It's just that everybody has their opinion, and and, and um, everyone's entitled to it. It is and true. It's true. But okay, uh... opinions are like noses. <laughs> Everyone has one with two nostrils. 
But the big Hi. nose is there. Hi. Okay, next question. When in an intimate relationship, are things between the couple supposed to be 50-50? Hmm. Um, as soon as you guys say that you're in a relationship, that things should be 50-50. If you say, you're my girlfriend, you're my boyfriend, okay. 50-50. So what like do you you're mean? saying, yeah, because I'm about to say, so you're, you're saying she puts 50% in, he puts 50% in, and it, it makes a hundred. That's that's what you're saying, because they they half of uh, half of each other. E dot Well, then I don't think I understand the question. What do you mean? Like, in uh, how other, uh, what other way do you mean by when should things move to the 50-50? Like, if you're in a relationship with someone. Well, Okay, so the question came from Triple J's mom. Oh, Triple J's mom, explain on your question, please. Uh oh, I think she went to go live um Ravens um American. No, 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 no. I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So I was uh, dealing with one of my regrets. Anyway, um, the question in hand, it being fifty-fifty, like how much of your energy or or I guess common effort. Yes, time and effort do you put into it? Are you supposed to put in 50% of your time, 50% of your effort into the relationship while the other partner does the same thing? Or are there times where one person might be putting in 80% while the other is putting in 20? 20. <laughs> I really had to think about I had I got you back. I got you back, Triple J's mom. So E dot Mac, she elaborated. What is your response? Um, that, let me think on that. That's all I got. Let me think okay. on it. Well, yeah, okay. Triple J's mom, I mean, um, go ahead and answer the question with your answer while I ponder that for a moment. I would greatly appreciate it. Or anybody, Mr. Man. Uh, friendships? How would you this is just a friendship that? or this is a, a special relationship friendship? This is an friendship. intimate relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, fiancés, an intimate relationship, Mr. I think that if, you, if, if it lasts, it's, it's a 50-50% thing. You know, there may be different times in that relationship where a person is going to put more than the other person and then the person in, in, in the different things such as giving, respect. Uh, treating that person with honor. It may start off with a, a, a 75 to 25 percent, may go to 50 to 50 percent. It may become a 90 and 10 percent. If it's 90 and 10 percent, it's not going to last. Say it, say it okay, again. I, I, I was I was kind of worried because you said giving, and when usually when people somebody says Ugh, when people <laughs> usually say giving, they say receiving. We're not supposed to receive; we're just supposed to give. And um, huh. it depends. It depends on how the person is, how he was raised, or she was raised, or what they had gone through in life. If will determine the percentage of what they do. Me personally. I like to receive as well as I give. If I give 100%, I want the same person, whoever it is, to give me 100% of, of whatever it is in life they gonna can give. And we're not talking about money. We're not talking about anything. gifts, anything. Yeah, you're talking about giving their time, their energy. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. You're talking about everything when it comes to the relationship. Right. But then you got to also realize I may give I may give a person anything I have, whatever I have. If I got a hundred dollars, I'll give them ninety-nine and I keep a dollar. But they may be able to give me ninety percent of something that they give and I give a dollar or or one percent. I mean ninety-nine percent and one percent. It's a very special time if you're giving up fifty and the other person's giving up fifty. You may need seventy-five percent sometimes. Trust, uh, honor, respect. And there's other times you might not need it because you'll be able to turn the other cheek, accept that person to, to smack you on the other side of your face, treat you wrong, and you say, I'm sorry. Uh, you say you're sorry for something they did to you. 
So it, it depends. It depends really on who and what they are and who they are. Okay. Me personally, I believe that both parties should put up 100%. Yes, there obviously there are going to be times where, um, like Mr. Man said, maybe 60-40, 90-10 and stuff. But if I'm doing 100% of the work to be in this relationship, the other person should do the same exact thing. Or strive to get that there. That is right? how I feel. Or strive about to striving get there. To, exactly. Yeah, striving, yeah. striving to get there. Yes. If I'm sitting there and I'm trying to make you feel the most special, like like the most special person in the world, I want the same in return. That's what it was. But it's not a thing that I'm doing this just so that you can treat me this way. It should be a reciprocated thing. It should be, oh, look, look how well they treat me. They make me breakfast in the morning. They making my lunch. They fix me dinner. Okay. Well, you know what? Because that person's doing that. Let me clean up. After they cook me breakfast, cook me lunch, cook me dinner. Okay, I'm gonna take the trash out. All right, you know it's it's that it's one working together, but both of us giving a hundred percent to our relationship because it's not just one person in the relationship; it's both of us. And fifty percent ain't gonna work. It ain't, it's not gonna work for me. I want I'm gonna do a hundred percent. They need to do a hundred percent. Well, I, I have a I have a. I, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Or strive to do. A hundred percent. All right, Triple J's mom, cut me off. I'm the imposter. Come on. <laughs> um, I do have a question in regard. Well, that's related to the question you just asked. What if I don't know something is going on? Say that time of I don't know. Like, um, how am I trying to say this? Say you're going through something in your life, and you're one hundred percent may not seem to be equal equal to your partner's 100%, then what? What if in your partner's eyes, you're only given 30 and you could be in a situation where you're depressed and you're just like, I, I, I can only give but this much right here. I can only give, I, right now, this is my 100, but right now it feels like 20 to you. Well, like I said in another question, relationships evolve. By that time where if y'all are in a relationship for, shoot, even a year, because people are so perceptive, he, your partner should know exactly how you're feeling. They see it. They should. So they're like, okay, let me take the slack off of them. I'm going to pick it up. Here we go. I'm going to be their, what's the word? <laughs> their rock. I'm going to be that one that's going to put more effort into it until they can. And then that's how you do it. That's still y'all working at 100% because it's, at that point, y'all should know each other. Y'all really should. And it, yeah, that that's, in my opinion, that's how that should go. And that's how they should, by that point, y'all should know each other enough to say, okay, well, they're feeling down. Oh, and I heard what you was about to say, Triple J's mom. That's how I'm a month, girl. Don't make this a female thing. Uh-uh. Don't make it a female thing because everybody does not go through PMS. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm going through that at times. But anyway, um, they see that whole thing where, okay, she's going through that. Y'all see those little memes and little TikToks. Oh, she like, um, what is that? Flaming Hot Cheetos. The girl's hiding under the cover and he giving it to her. She's like, oh, Thank you. I love you. There you go. She's still giving her 100% because she, what? She said, thank you. I love you and stuff. She received his gift. He gave her something. Come on now. That's, it's about working together. If y'all work together, if y'all strive, because that's going to be the word, strive together, strive to get to that point, then yeah, y'all both can give 100%. Even on your off days or your off weeks or your off months or your off years. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to piggyback on what the imposter, the true Aquarian is saying. Um, the 50-50, just because it kind of goes with the question, I assume that that is the equivalent of saying it's 100% on both sides because I'm giving you all. In a relationship, um, you're supposed to give your all. Whether you're the man or you're the woman, that's what it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be one-sided where one person has to carry all of the weight on their own. What type of relationships have you been in? Well, um, that happened be in the old days because, you know, the man went well, out. Well, I'm sorry, but this is, this is 2023. This is 2023, and I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh -oh. 
<laughs> I think. What was I that? <laughs> I think um, it really needs to be even. It, it That's what it needs to be. And what you can't do, and if I'm able to, I'm, I'm definitely going to do it because I want to see us succeed. So um, I don't know about superficial relationships, the little trophy wives and trophy husbands. Oh, but they, that's, they that's not. Do it. Yeah, that's they not a real thing, it. though. That's that's not real life. I think it is because it's the whole okay. thing of. I, listen, 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 because you know this is this is a dope group of people just speaking their minds. You know, <laughs> when you think about that, they know what they want. And they're like, okay, so. Oh, she got to be hot. She got to be sexy. Okay. She got to be looking good all the time. Designing clothes, hair done. Okay. He has to be making the money. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, what makes a relationship work? I mean, come on now. <laughs> and that works for them. Not saying that's what I'm into. But yes, that's what makes their relationship work. It could be where it's 100%. Oh, yeah. I just got off the phone with the caterers. They're going to be doing dinner tonight. And John is bringing um, his boss, you know, the CEO of Blase Blase. And we're going to just be taking care of them. And the kids are going to be at the babysitter. But do I look good? I just got fillers. And I just got a BBL. Does it look good? And hey, those women look good. They really do. And that's what those men pay for and want. Um, to answer a question that is being asked in the chat, who becomes more upset if holidays like Valentine's Day or anniversaries are forgotten? Superficial people. Now, hold up, hold up. See, it was my birthday recently, and I ain't get no cake. I get presents. I mean, yeah, yeah, they tried, they tried, or whatever, whatever. But if you know me, you know to get me. When their birthday came up, I made sure they had the stuff I asked. I said, and this is beforehand. This is before their birthday month even came up. I asked. I said, hey, what you want for your birthday? Okay. Okay. I, I got you. Guess what? They got their stuff on their birthday. They did. Sorry. If I'm doing you this way, and no, this is this, this, this. What is the word? Oh. Can we Shoot, keep I the need E.Max. E dot, e dot no, I need E.Max dot, e dot mind. It's where, that's the word. But this is where, this is, well, shoot, I forgot. Why did you say something about some violence? Then I can't get violence out of my head. <laughs> but, um, oh my goodness. Shoot, E.Max. See, now I have to ponder on what I was going to say okay. now. Please, someone else. Well, take... while you ponder. Okay, let's... Well, while you. Okay, go ahead, Mr. Man. No, well, I I just like to say what was when she's thinking, and you're gonna say yours in a minute. We gotta stop looking at television and movies that come up and show people in the world how things happen in relationships. It's all an act because people making these movies want somebody to come watch them. Then they go there and say, okay, that's how it really is supposed to be, and it is not. People only do things that they are used to receiving or doing. Um, what's the term I use? Um reciprocation if i buy somebody just some flowers and cakes and candy and all this i kind of want that back in return i want you to reciprocate if i don't give you nothing don't give me anything and that's not going to true i i used to like sending cards to my lady and we sent cards a whole year to whatever day it was in the holiday i sent her she sent me and there have been people that I have also associated with in the past that would not have done that, and they didn't get it because they would not do it. But you had to, sometimes you have to show people, and you show them and you show them, I bought you this for your yeah, birthday. Yeah. I bought you that for Christmas. I bought you this for Valentine's Day. And you never get it, and, and, and you don't get it back. It kind of says, well, what in the world? Why am I doing all these things for this person? And I know women do it and men do it. So we got to stop with women. Wait a minute. Women don't act right and men don't act right. It also comes back to how you were raised or what you took as a valuable thing in life. Thank you. Okay. Because I just remembered it. Um, so in a relationship, I'm going to show you how I want to be treated by showing, by treating you the way I want to be treated. And I'm going to let you know this because I, I, that's what I did. I said, look, I'm, I'm going to treat you how I want to be treated. And in return, after a while, as our relationship evolves, I'm going to treat you the way you treated me or the way you treat me. There you go. And that is how I am. 
I don't really like that because it's still me not, I'm not going to say not getting what I want, but not receiving that extra love that, that the whole thing where, oh yeah, I feel like the most special person in the world. Yeah. That's what I forgot that I was going to say. E.Mac, were you going to say something? Oh no, I was just going to go on about sour grapes and violins. <laughs> what was the next question? <laughs> um, <laughs> hold on real quick. I do something else. Um, so, in there is something that has been stated in my life over time. Not, I guess, as as a teenager and as going into adulthood, you have to what you start in the beginning of a relationship. You have to have it go throughout the entire relationship. So, if Bay is getting up cooking you breakfast and again the relationship, most likely, other Bay is going to expect you to do that for the rest of the relationship. So, be wary about that. Because what you start in a relationship, yes, it should continue, but make sure you have good habits and not the bad habits. That's right. Whatever you start in the beginning of a relationship, regardless if it's a personal relationship or friendship or whatever, it's gonna stay. They want the other person gonna want it to stay the same. If I smack you in the beginning of a relationship, I'm gonna keep smacking you. If I love you, I'm gonna love you the whole time. If I hate you, I'm gonna hate you the whole time. So you got to remember, that's one thing people need to remember. You start a marriage, a relationship, parents giving their children anything they want. It all goes around to the same. They're going to want that the whole time. Bosses, you you go to a work and you got a boss and you your boss bullies you and cusses you and takes advantage of you. They're going to do that the whole time that you're there. And, you, and we don't have to accept this. Children don't accept it sometimes. They get mad with their parents for raising them the way they raise them. I know parents where, man, I'd be glad when he turns 16 so we can get high together. What in the world do you want to get high with your children or drinking with them? That's a bonding thing with certain people. That's a bonding thing with them. What that's kind what of bonding is. thing is that? I'm just saying. If, I, if I'm in stealing, they'll come right up and steal with me, kill with me, go to jail with me. Okay, that's a bonded thing. For them, <laughs> it is. But speaking on relationships, I don't have any children, but there is a question that always comes up when it comes to who gets fed first. You, your partner, or your children? Who getting fed first? Children. Well, I'm going to say right now in my household, I feed my children first. Whereas though in other households, I've heard that the first person to be fed is supposed to be the man the, or the head of the household, which is, of course, the man. Uh, excuse me. And the biblical, like the Bible, it says he's the head of the household, but he may not be the head of the household because I, it could be where, because it could be where it's a single mom or a single parent situation. So yeah, let's let's correct that mess. Gosh, you started talking about you really you really making this about females, girl. Like really, are you not a feminist? I'm not saying are that to be. I'm not saying it to be funny. I'm not saying it to be oh smart. God. It was just, it was something that I also saw on social media where that was asked: Do, Who gets fed first? Is it the husband, the wife, or the man, the woman, and the kids? Or is it the kids, the man, and the woman? I honestly, I feed my babies first. Yeah, you a female, right? No, my name is my name is You're right. Okay. I'm I'm a male <laughs> and my first people that fed my family was my children. Then my wife uh, and then me. Uh, well, I don't have I'm not in a relationship and I don't have any children. But I do believe that children should get um, fed first. And the the husband or the wife should get fed less because the children can be off doing whatever and you can have that husband and wife bond while y'all while the children go off and do whatever they want while he's eating his dinner. Okay. You can listen to his problems or going on what happened at work. She um she tells you what's going on with her, what happened today. Yada yada yada, but yeah, that's what I believe. I believe the children should get fed first, and then the um partner. Okay. 
I mean, I kind of get that too. Children go first that because, I mean, wrong. yeah, they can't necessarily pick up their, you know, make their plates and stuff. But yes, children go first. But then if you're thinking in that sense of I'm making everybody's plates, the woman is going to like me and my and my situation. Like I said, I don't have any children, but if I did, that, children get fed first. They get they get their plates first. Oh no. What am I saying? No, because that's not even how it goes. <laughs> no, because it's not how it was in our family per se. And my family wasn't like that. It was our plates got made first. Now, listen to what I'm saying. Our plates got made first. Then that's when mommy made um, our father's plate and then she made her plate. But we all ate the same dag on time. That's how it went in my family. Um, so if there was one table, there were three kids, three chairs, and me and my spouse, and they had to eat first. That's how that would work. They would eat, and then he and I would eat. That's how I see that should go. Children first. I mean, yeah, I get that, but why not get more? Ta why not get a bigger table and more chairs? Because circumstances, you gotta being what you... they are, may not allow for me to have an additional chair or two okay. well, at this table. What's wrong with standing up and eating? Look, and look, y'all don't, don't look, say grace. Imposter, like y'all don't imposter. say grace. Like you don't say grace. Yes, I mean, come on, imposter. <laughs> uh huh. Imposter. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Raven. You living your best life or are you want to answer the question? She's living the American dream. Oh, the American dream again. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm... on to the. What was the question? Oh, our... oh gosh. Who gets fed first? Your children. Always your children. No matter what it is. Your children. Why? Because they're kids, they're children, and ain't nobody, ain't nobody come before them. Nobody comes before your children at all. I mean, the parents did come before their children because they had to make the children, but okay. Okay, well, let me give my reason why my children give that first. Yes. I think she may be feeding her children. <laughs> no, I'm not feeding my children. <laughs> children um, the reason home. I would say that my children would be fed first is only because they don't understand the concept of being hungry and wanting to eat right then and there. So I do make everyone's plate and I will give them their plate first. Their father actually prefers for them to get fed first. My children don't run my household and they are brought up with structure as well. But when it comes down to feeding them, I do feed them first. And then their father gets fed. And then we all sit down together and then we eat. When are you when are you getting fed? You said we all sit together. We, we all sit down together. But you didn't say you made your plate. I did day. say that. I said I make our plates and I serve them. Food. Oh, you said our plates. Okay. She feeds herself okay. while she cooks. I do that too. I'm not gonna lie. I do. I do that too. <laughs> so, so hold up. So, in her thing, people, you listening, people. Triple J's mom eats first. No, I'm snacking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm snacking. You know how when you cook and you you taste what you make just because you want to make sure it tastes good. Yes, that's what. really didn't talk about them we didn't need that many questions or about siblings and like we have siblings in the world because we all know that ej mac um e dot mac dang look at that we just say e mac not e dot mac come on now change that up miss e mac e dot mac no again is a firstborn is a firstborn but we don't know if she has any siblings and like you know i have siblings and um was kind of raised on the whole thing as um, we lean on our siblings. Our siblings are our friends. Should they be our only friends? And Emac is not the um, first sibling. I don't think so because she does have a old two older brothers before her.
three older brothers. Oh yeah, three older brothers. Yeah, I don't know what she has. Like no one else knows what she has. Anyway, she was making a statement about being firstborn, so that's why I said that. He he he. But as I was asking, should your siblings be your only friends or the closest friends you have? I think it should be the closest because no matter what happens, you're always going to go to your siblings if you need help or if you just want to talk to them. I feel like that that your, your, your siblings could be your friends. I feel like it depends on the situation of, uh, of your relationship with your... Um, ugh, why am I stuttering? <laughs> it depends on the relationship you have with your siblings. Not all brothers and sisters or sisters or brothers are um are friends or friendly toward each other. You might have it where some might say, oh, I'm the black sheep of my family. No one gets along with me. And then you have it where Tom and Tucker are close in age and they're the best of friends. So again, it depends on who your friends, I mean, how your relationship is with your sibling. Now, I do believe that you should have a close relationship with them um but that doesn't always work yeah i lean towards triple j's opinion um it's really going to be based on the relationship that you have with your siblings i uh, can't say that oh yeah you must be you must be their friend or you have to be great close friends you should know that that is your your brother that is your sister they should definitely be there and it should not only be for funerals, but I mean, I don't have to talk to you every day. I don't have to be your friend. We don't, it doesn't have to be that way if our relationship does not dictate. Siblings out there, if you're listening, y'all better call me every day. Y'all better text me. The ones that I, I, you know, I F with, they're like, like everyone has been saying, it depends on the relationship, but I'm sorry. They're you. You know who you are. You better be um, texting me. You better call me. You better answer FaceTime. Or oh, I'm going to know you're talking to one of my other siblings. Me personally, I believe that you're up to me personally. Personally, your siblings should be the closest friends you have. But I know it doesn't work that way. It does, it does not. People will grow up together a year apart, two years apart from each other. And when they're small and young, they're close. But when they get older, it changes. I was really close to my brother, who was one year younger than I was, up until he turned 16. When he turned 16 and grabbed his driver's license, it was like, hasta la vista, monsieur, or whatever, I'm gone. And he got people out there in the street who became his best, best friend. Now, my best friend and all through all that, and we're not talking about religion because Jesus Christ is, but my mother, was my best friend once. My brother said he's going up and find somebody better. Okay. Sisters and brothers, I don't know how, how it's done today. Okay, and we are about to end, and I want to ask the question, who with when it comes to relationships, which relationship is the most important? That is like asking if this, the ship is sinking, are you going to save your mother, your husband or your wife or your kids? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm I, everybody. I, that's difficult. How do you, how is it that people come up with these impossible scenarios? Like, why are we all on this cruise together anyway? Why is the situation dictating that it has to be one or the other? So I, I really. Okay, well, here's this uh, question right here. Instead of using the ship, let's let's use the airplane. Let's say you're on the airplane and it's about to drop. That's the hold up, hold up, hold up. But that wasn't the question. It was just who, what relationship is the most important. I know. I, was I know. Okay. No, I know. I, but I was just going based off of what uh, E. Dot Mac was saying. Instead of using the boat scenario, use a plane. You know how they say like when those little masks drop down out the ceiling of the airplane when you had to put it on your face or whatever. So if you had to choose between putting the, the first mask on your wife. Yeah. Your wife gets out or yourself, who do you put it on first? 
you have to put it on yourself in order to save everyone else. Look so. at you. Look <laughs> at you. Okay, Miss Um Miss Lady. Okay. But I agree with with, well, with one of the with with the uh somebody who commented they said husbands and wives. I kind of feel like the most important relationship should be with your significant other. Because without that foundation, without that bond, without the communication and you showing your children and the rest of your family how a real relationship is supposed to be, then, you know, without that, then why does it matter anyway? And as far as friendships, unless you truly know who your friend is, I don't think it really matters. So I'm going to go with uh, yourself because that you do have a relationship with yourself. You have to take care of yourself if you can take care of anybody else. You have to. That is my opinion of that. I have to take care of myself before I can let someone else in. If I am, I'm not even going to say damaged goods, but if I'm struggling and stuff and have been, I have to, and, and I want to bring someone into, uh, I want someone to be a part of me i have to fix myself now yes it could be where okay yeah um i have to go over there and uh, let this person know like look this is me and i am striving because that is the word of the day striving everyone is the word of the day striving to do better and before i even can say that i'm at a hundred percent i have to let this person know and yeah I have to take care of myself if I could take care of anybody else. Me personally, it would have to be, I would give that mass or save, help save someone would be my children. Now, they might have to sit there and pick out which child would go first and who would be saved or not, <laughs> but it wouldn't be left up to me. And we all learn these things in life. We all learn all these things in life through what? Christianity. Speaking of Christianity, I thought you were going to say the, the, the most important relationship is with Jesus Christ, God. I mean, those two different people, but with God. That's what I thought you were going to no, say. No, you said about who would, who I, would we say first. That's no, what you said. I did not. I that use that analogy. Okay, well, that was my analogy. I didn't. Christianity, that had nothing to do with Christianity. What I just stated about giving my children the opportunity to live, and I would give up, say, give up my life to help save one of them or, or how many I could. Well, God bless your little soul, Mr. Man. I wish I was your daughter. <laughs> Art Bull, Raven, come on. Go go live your American dream some other time. Come answer this question. I'm sorry. Repeat the question because a whole bunch of um, stuff started, you know. What relationship is the most important relationship? Like you said, yourself. You have to fix yourself first before you go into a, 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 another relationship. Okay, I got you now. I heard your question. And it would be Christianity. And that is for another what? conversation. Christianity, becoming a Christian, a true Christian, not someone. Most, the very most important relationship is the relationship between me and God, okay, me and Jesus, me and the Holy Ghost. That's for that if I'm if I'm close with that, I will be close with everybody in the world. So maybe we'll have that as another conversation. Okay, that was sharp, Mr. Matt. Very Amen. sharp. Yes, it was. But I mean, that that was that's a relationship with four people. But uh, Raven. Well, I guess she's out living her American dream again. Ain't that right, Tri Triple J? Girl, living it. Uh, we're going to end it. <laughs> we're going to end this on that note. Raven is out there living her American dream. The most important relationship when it comes to Christianity, I suppose. You should be in a relationship with four, uh, three people. God. Oh, gosh. What? God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Don't forget yourself. Um. Uh, Art Boo yourself, um, husbands, wives. Um, remember, Triple J mom feeds herself before she feeds her children because she's snacking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and 
um, this is Ball and Talk. I'm the imposter, aka what is my name? The true Aquarian. That's fine. This is Triple J's mom. You have a good evening, everyone. And this is E. Mac. Don't listen to that smack. Y'all have a good night. This is Art Boo. Y'all have a nice one. This is Raven. Y'all have a good night. Mr. Man, Mr. Man, Mr. Man. God bless.